The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com t-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Emmy and Golden Globe award-winning actor Henry Winkler rose to fame as the Fonz on Happy Days and has been busy ever since with shows like Arrested Development and now HBO's award-winning Barry with Bill Hader. And oh, by the way, he is truly one of the nicest guys in show business. I've got Henry Winkler on the line right now in Los Angeles. Jim. Henry, welcome back to the show. Love you. Barry Barry is one of my favorite shows ever, to be honest with you. That is wonderful. Thank you. Because I love making it. And also, I love the name Jim because um, one of my good acquaintances is Jimmy Kimmel from Las Vegas. Yes, absolutely. I heard you say this about Barry, that it is the most intense work that you've ever done, which I think I get. You know what? It really is true because where he started, you know, it it was a a full-out comedy uh, with dark tones. Gene Cousinow was just an idiot. (laughs) And over the three years, until the end of of the third season, which I I went to a place that I never knew was in me. I totally get that. And especially this, yeah, this last season, it got very dark. You have such an outstanding cast. I mean, besides Bill Hader, who's unbelievable, but Stephen Root and Sarah Goldberg. Anthony Kerrigan, just an amazing cast, isn't it? Really. Stephen Root, I have watched since, um, uh, you know, I don't know, since I began really paying attention to, uh, to television. He is limitless. He can do comedy. He can do drama. He's just fantastic and a wonderful man. Now, you've done such great work the last few years anyway. I mean, Arrested Development, for one, and Children's Hospital, which is just a crazy show, yes. You know what? I, I have to tell you, Rob Corddry called me up and he said, Oh, Mr. Winkler, would you be part of our show? And I had no idea. I just said yes, because I love the way he asked me. <laughs> So then we do this 15-minute show at 12 o'clock at night on Adult Swim. I did it for five, six years. Yeah. I never understood one joke. (laughs) Why am I holding a vat of urine (laughs) trying to see if I could collect the most in the hospital? Yeah, I know. Um, There there were scenes where you just kind of, okay, yeah, but I mean, it was hysterical. when you became this global icon on Happy Days, where you're like the Beatles, to be honest with you, do you appreciate it more now that you really get to dig in on these really great, juicy parts that you're involved in now? Absolutely. You know, when I was doing the fonts, first of all, I loved playing the character. He was so much fun to play. Yeah. And then I, they would send me out with um, with some of the boys with... Ron or uh, Donnie or Anson, and we would travel either all over the United States. Sometimes they would send us to Europe. And the, the response, you couldn't take it seriously. I thought to myself, I looked down, I said, they're treating us this way. I'm still short. I still can't spell. <laughs> yeah. I don't think 
that I'm as great as they think I am. That's an amazing perspective. It, I know that I've, I saw one of the softball games that you guys did back then. It was, seriously, it, it was like the Beatles came to town. That was, um, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah. Gary Marshall, rest his soul, he always wanted to own a sports team. So he created a sports team of the cast, the crew, the writers, and we literally traveled all over America and Germany and Japan and played for the American troops through the USO. Even before you did Lords of Flatbush, which I just saw the other day, I remember really noticing you on these great uh, appearances on the Mary Tyler Moore Show or Bob Newhart. What was it like working on those shows? You know, when I was a young actor, well, first of all, I wore my own clothes. So in the Mary Tyler Moore Show, which was my very first job in Hollywood, um, I was wearing my own tie and, and suit, um, but I was not relaxed. So I was um, amongst these unbelievably great people, and I never really could enjoy it at the moment because I was always so anxious. Because you worked in uh, Lords of the Flatbush, which, by the way, visually was so wonderful. I mean, you and Stallone and Perry King and Susan Blakely. Yeah. Af- after that, you get happy days and Sly asks you a favor. Could you please pass along this script to ABC? So he drove to L.A. with his bull mastiff dog in the back seat, who slobbered so much when I got in their car, I had to wear a snorkel. <laughs> his his um, first wife... And the car breaks down on Sunset Boulevard. Uh-huh. Calls me up. He said, you got to come get me. So I pick him up, his dog, his beautiful wife, Sasha, um, all of his clothes, and I take him to the apartment he rented in Hollywood. And then he said, I got a script. I took it to ABC. They bought it. I went back to Sly. I said, the good news is they bought it. The bad news is they want to change writers. He said, Henry, don't let them do that to me. I went back to ABC. I said, I need the script back. Here's all the money. They said, we don't do that. I said, I understand you don't do that, but there's always a first time. And somehow, and I'm sure it was because I was the Fonz at the time on on a, a hit show for them. They gave me the script back. A year and a half later, Rocky came out. This is the script of the year, if not the decade, and he wrote it, and he starred in it. Was he thinking, by passing it along to you, to ABC, that it would be a TV movie of the week? Was that his plan? or He didn't care. He just wanted to get on the boards. But he would not, he could not live with the idea of somebody else rewriting him. And, you know, when you look at him or you listen to him, There is a a tremendous humor inside there. There is an intellect inside there. He just hides it, you know, where you think, oh, he's a thug. But that couldn't be far from the truth. Was there any of his voice in your voice as the Fonz? No, but what what I did was I, he was so confident that, um, I always used to think, so what would Sly do here? Yeah. But, um, 
you know, then he then he came out and and uh, came to uh, to Hollywood. Amazing story. I had no idea you were the the middleman in that whole situation. Uh, before I let you go, we got about a minute. Tell me about the GalaxyCon virtual meet and greet that you're doing. You know, usually you're in a soundstage. It's soundless. I don't know who's watching. I get to go to Comic Cons all over the world. I meet the fans face to face. I really like that so much. Yeah. Can't do that because of COVID. We're still shooting Barry. So now I do it virtually with uh, Bill Shatner. And we get to be, you know, you're on the, uh, uh, you buy time. You're there on the screen. You bring your whole family. You bring your friends, your pets. I bring my pets. And we literally talk to each other. And uh, I will not leave the room until everybody that wanted an opportunity gets the opportunity to say hi. You're the best. I never have enough time to uh, chat with you. Uh, hopefully, season four of Barry, it, it won't take We're too long. we it now. Yeah, that's great news. Henry, thanks so much for being with me. Always great to catch up with you, buddy. Bye. And did you know that when Henry was looking for stuff to do after the Happy Days run... He helped develop the series MacGyver. He also assisted with Hollywood Squares. He, of course, wrote the Hank Zipser series of books for kids. He received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1981. And the story about helping facilitate the Rocky script is amazing, especially getting it back from the executives at ABC on behalf of Stallone. Well, that finishes this episode of The Fake Show Podcast with Henry Winkler. Glad you could stop by. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.